What are you guys doing for uh, Thanksgiving? Anything? We, uh, this, so we've kind of established a tradition of Sunday, the Sunday Turkey? before. Well, yeah. Okay. Sunday before we go down to my husband's family's house. And then Thanksgiving Day we spend with my parents. And So do you have like two Thanksgiving meals? Then? Yeah. Okay. So it's just between us girls, <laughs> whose yeah, girl. parents cook the best. I am not putting that <laughs> out there. <laughs> not even. Mm. Well, does I Josh's do. side of the family listen to the podcast? Probably not. But then I would I probably still, just go with your. I, I know, but I'm not putting that on the internet for people to find years from mm-hmm. now and start some family drama. Everybody is a good. It's delicious. I eat a lot more than I should at both meals. So mm, got it. What mm. about you, Grant? I'm going up to Indiana. Wow. So that yep. Basketball or it's as fun as it sounds. Yeah. No, it'll be cool. I've never, I haven't been up there for the winter in a while, so this should be interesting. Are you guys driving? Yeah, we're what, driving. Do you up go there. out on like Monday or something? <clears throat> no, I mean we'll leave the day before Thanksgiving, but oh dang, this is yeah. in and out. Yeah, I mean, Are you doing any Black Friday shopping? Or? No, not anymore. Not since Amazon. Mm. You well, know, Black Friday shopping's over. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, time pretty, I went Black Friday shopping now, right? with my grandma to Kmart, and we were trying to get a Furby. <laughs> and we waited in line people outside. People stabbed other people for that. I'm telling you, listen, this is I'm the Furby stabbed people. I am not exaggerating. <laughs> in the middle of the we, night, mm-hmm. we got to the Furby aisle, and this I'm not exaggerating. Oh, here we go. <laughs> this older lady with a walker hit me with the walker. I was maybe ten, <laughs> and hit me with a walker to get the Furby. Did like you one deserve of the, it? One of those like four legged walkers or like a cane? The ones with the. Tennis balls on it. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, one of the four-legged. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. This belongs in a comedy movie, but people don't do this anymore. <laughs> That's my like. Furby. But I know. Back in my day, people were getting stabbed for oh, Black Friday stuff. Yeah. Now it's only yeah. go to Amazon. Well, yeah. Who wants to wake up at four in the morning yeah. and deal with people? Oh, it's a lot easier now. Ooh. How long before Amazon sponsors the Macy's Day Parade? Well, how long before it becomes Amazon Look, Day Parade? A- Amazon secretly sponsors everything because they rule the world. What mm. would what would their uh, float be? Just a box? I mean, does Macy <laughs> have a float? Uh, does it? I don't know. Does what they, is? It? I think they have. It's a star, <laughs> just a giant star in the. No, sky. I think they do have a float. And they've a got truck. Like dancers yeah. and stuff like that. Wait, yeah, don't they have like the turkey or something? Okay, well, Amazon could do a turkey too. Listen, my mom's gonna well, be the, so not because Macy has one. <laughs> I mean, Macy's is not known Amazon for their turkeys. Has, Amazon has to represent Amazon. They have to have a brown truck. box. In I the like air. these trucks. Emily and I noticed the other day that we were driving in Atlanta and these Amazon trucks. All of them have major dents in them. All of them have been in accidents, and they're just driving around. They're they're strong, durable <laughs> vehicles. That was your point. That was my point. So Those I said, my point is jokes. I like these trucks. They can make a float out of it. Mm. For well, being the host tonight, man, you you heard it here, Amazon. Grace, thank you. Okay, I sorry I didn't <laughs> agree with your. I just kept quiet. Whatever yeah. they saved in vehicle repairs, they had to pay out in insurance for all the people they hit. That's so. true. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, are you guys ready? I am. Let's do it.
Welcome to the Untold Podcast, the podcast that tells the untold stories of history. In this podcast, two of us compete to tell the best story you've probably never heard before. Join us as we uncover new stories each week together. This is Untold, the podcast. Yes, this is episode number 20. Welcome. This is our final episode of the season. We will have a special Christmas one, but this is the final episode of the season. Woo! Does this make us in the top 2%? No, Are we, we there we yet? We've got to no. do the 21. Christmas special. Then we're in it. Mm-hmm. To be, okay, we're on the brink in. of you are listen, you are on the brink of listening to the top 2% of all podcasts. We're not quite <laughs> there yet. We may not make it. We're hopeful that we will be there next episode. Mm-hmm. If you've been with us this far, we really appreciate it. Yes. This is awesome. If this is your first time checking us out, my name is Shelby. Tonight, I am the host. I'm surrounded at the table by two of my good friends. One is named Grant. That's me. And one is named Grace. And that's me. We actually have a live audience tonight. Josh is here. Woo! He's yelling Woo. in the background right now, painting his figurines. <laughs> <laughs> the, Josh is Grace's husband. So uh, just (laughs) if you hear laughter in the background, it's him. So here's the deal. If this is your first time, this is what's going down. Uh, We are going to – I've picked a topic. I'm the host tonight. I've picked a topic, which is the untold history of famous sayings. Is that that right? Okay. Sounds about right. So things like it's closing time or (laughs) the song (laughs) to be or not to be. Yeah, uh-huh. the, 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 all these sayings that we know, right? Raining cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. God willing and the creek don't rise. All these sayings. Yeah, 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 two yeah, are worth one in the bush. What? Two what are this? worth one in the bush. One, one is worth two. One in one the, the hand, hand is worth two yep, in the bush. There you so go. all these famous sayings, we're going to go through and, and talk about the untold history of these famous sayings. But before we do that, I want to get to know our contestants a little bit. So I have a question for you guys. I um, do you have your cell phones on you? Because yes. you're going to need your cell phones oh. for this question. Okay. Um, so I want to know what your top three emojis are. Oh, okay. okay. Because if we're talking about like uh, your famous sayings or famous sayings in life, mm-hmm. like now this next generation, a uh, famous saying could be an emoji. So I want to hear what your top three emojis are. I'll go first. Maybe we should like guess what our, mm. what our number one is. Okay. <laughs> so guess what my number one is. Is uh, there a Kansas City Chiefs no. emoji? Oh. I wish. <laughs> that would be crazy. Uh, is it? That's the, my number one gif. <laughs> my guess is the closed eye, uh, sideways laughing, like tears coming tons. out of our of oh, the y'all face. Y'all have apples though, or the uh, it's it's the same. The same? Okay. Yeah, pretty no, much. Not it, uh, Grace. What okay. do you think? Mm, is it the eye roll emoji? Ah, no, not it. I don't even oh. my top ten. Oh. Here's my top number one. It is the fire emoji. Oh, okay. I should have known. That's lit. Mm, number that two, right. the praise hands emoji. Because I'm oh. a spiritual guy. <laughs> uh-huh. And number three, the uh I don't know what you call grimace. That. Grimace. The grimace face. Where your teeth are like sticking yeah. out. Like, oh. oh yeah. It's yeah, it's like when a toddler smiles when you tell them to smile versus for <laughs> mm-hmm. real they just grimace and mm-hmm. uh. i'm gonna tell you one that is my new favorite that is slowly creeping up the charts is the sly emoji this like side smile like uh, oh, yeah good. like this yeah. bow chicka bow it's wow. like okay. it's i don't like use that. it for this. no but it's like okay. a su- it's not a wink but it's like a subtle like yeah you know yeah, yeah. you know what i'm yeah, about to do it's the face josh makes 
Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> there Josh he is. Did it. Yeah, that's it. Okay, he did it. Uh, Grant, let me guess yours. Okay, um, it is the one with the monocle thinking. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> let me see. That's not even in my recent. So, <laughs> Grace, what do you think Grant says? What do you think mine is? Um, thumbs up. Ah, that's good. It is the uh, crying, laughing. Uh, oh wow. Yep. All the tick. If you know Grant. If you're on his text thread, you know he sends more TikToks than anyone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wish people would watch him. That'd be cool. (laughs) Uh, My second one is bacon. Um, For some reason, (laughs) I I don't know why, Um, but you know it's there. Okay. And then my third one is the closed, slanted eyes and the like the. uh, what the horizontal face like the? Oh, I just keep, like can oh, you believe just this? Like a, mm. Yeah, like mm. like the flat mm. face. The like yeah, mm. the flat. Are you yeah, serious? Every, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like okay, mm, disappointed. Yeah. It's almost like a disappointed emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I use it as when I think, oh, okay, that's yeah. when I use it. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So I laugh a lot. I eat bacon, and <laughs> I. I understand the the two face ones. I don't get bacon. I, How did, the I don't heck send it are that you much. Using bacon. Well, that's that much so. I mean, mine don't do the most frequently used. It does the most recent. Yeah. Okay. I think Apple just knows me. They just know me. <laughs> this is the one so. you should be using. Yeah. All right. What are yours, Grace? Are you gonna guess? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, um, wait. Uh, paintbrush. Okay. <laughs> uh, wait. Wait. I think it is something laughing, but I don't think it has tears. You would be right. Oh, I was going to say slanted laugh tears. It yeah, is, yeah. It's the yeah. um, it's the laugh with the squinty eyes, but not tears. Just laugh with the squinty uh, eyes. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's not yeah, quite yeah. out loud. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's an internal laugh. Yeah, the, <laughs> a quiet. <laughs> so As opposed to what? How would you describe or how would you imitate the one where the slanted head tears are coming out? That's like belly laugh. Show like, me. I'm not showing you. Oh, okay. It's not happening. Dang. Um, my second one is the eye roll emoji. Oh, That's what I just experienced. Oh, you course. physically just did that to me. <laughs> because I send I, it to him. I roll my <laughs> eyes a lot at everyone and okay. everything. This is the world we live in. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh yeah, that is your catchphrase. Grace, how's it going okay. today? I, I'll text okay. Grace. Hey Grace, are you ready for the podcast? How are you doing? And just eye roll emojis. That's comes back not to me. true. <laughs> okay. That's not true. See, I roll my eyes at you saying something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, so yeah. I roll my eyes a lot. Okay. Um, and then the third one is just like the closed mouth smiley face, like a polite, like, wow. so that mm. you know when I'm texting you, I'm not mm. mad at you. Mm-hmm. Like whatever I said, it was, it's like soften the harshness of a text. Mm-hmm. That's good. So you'll like I'm include that in uh, something like, hey, uh, Josh, these kids are driving me nuts. Nope. Smiley face. <laughs> oh, okay. It's more like... um. So I feel like I use this with uh, Ashley a lot, mm. your your wife Grant, um, yeah. because oh, is that she, who that is? Well, just kidding. No, I, I don't know. I'm yeah, listeners every thirty seconds. I, I'm um, giving you crap. So like, I feel like she and I are both equally um, anxious about like accidentally pissing someone off, mm-hmm. and so like, if she oh, says, yeah. uh, "Oh, I can't make it to whatever tonight," or what you know, I'm like, "No worries, smiley face," so that <laughs> she knows I'm not just like. Okay. Yeah. You know, like you should do the eye roll just to get in her head. <laughs> you should do the eye roll for one day you and then the are, next yeah. day say, "Oh, I meant to send this." You smile. are the biggest troll. I, yeah, I would. I would definitely be hearing about that. I, no, I learned my lesson about trolling Ashley very early in our relationship. 
uh, Josh and I had Grant and Ashley over for a board <laughs> game, and it was a legacy game. And so in legacy games, you know, each it's like a campaign. Each game changes the rules a little bit. So you can add elements and destroy other elements, that kind of thing. So we had just started hanging out, still getting to know each other. And mm. um, one game ended and the other began. And I gave a card to Ashley and I said, oh, you can rip it because this game or this this uh, card isn't in the game anymore. And she was like, wait, seriously? I was like, yeah, no, you can rip it. And she was like, I, I don't want to. And I'm like, no, seriously, you can rip it. And she ripped it. And as soon as she did, I went, Ashley. And she mm. almost, I almost made her cry. Mm-hmm. I felt so bad. I was like, I'm so sorry. I thought you'd think that was funny. I'm never doing this to you again. <laughs> well, you didn't have the smiley emoji to back exactly. it up. Yeah, right. Right. right? So I should always, just print those out and just show it to her. I know. Like, just I'm always, just kidding. Always have a smiley emoji. My, my favorite thing that Ashley texts me is um, the upside down smiley face. When she's annoyed by something, instead of like an eye roll, she'll send like the um, like upside down smiley face. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like I'm trying to smile, but <laughs> see that I'm in okay pain. Uh, yeah, emoji. Right. That's what I send Josh when I'm annoyed. Have you yeah. guys seen the melted yeah. face emoji? That's like melting now. It's a newer one. Like from Indiana Jones? Like no, it's like a smiley man. face that's like melting <laughs> to the ground. So it's like you're putting on a happy face, but you're really, your soul is dying on the inside. Oh, that's deep. I've started okay. using that more and more. Mm-hmm. Oh, that all must, right. That must be specific to Apple users. Well, we are better. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> because we have that because deep emoji. Because you have inferior phones, but yeah. superior texting. Congratulations. Okay, welcome to tonight. <laughs> on uh, that again. note. <laughs> So what's going to happen here, just to remind you, uh, if you or you've never heard it. Uh, again, we've got a topic, which is the untold story of common sayings. Um, I have assigned that topic. Both Grant and Grace have found untold versions of those stories related to those topics. In just a second, they are going to share those stories. Um, and then I'm going to ring a bell every time I like a point that they say, and it'll sound like this. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Cool. That's surround sound. Yeah. Dolby mm-hmm. Dolby Digital. We're high Brought tech to over you here. by Dolby. Yes. So after uh, I will tally up all the points after their story's done and then I will award it a winner. And the winner, I guess you don't really get anything this time because next time is a different story. So pride. Yeah. You get pride. And we'll figure out who is the ultimate winner of season one, right? That's true. Mm-hmm. So this could go into that. Mm-hmm. So um I guess let's get this thing going. So I want to hear your uh, titles of your stories, and that will help me pick which one of you will go first, whichever title I like the best. So, Grace, what's your title? What's your favorite color? Too bad. It's red. Mm. I was going to say white, but red is my second favorite. Mm. As a Kansas City Chiefs fan, Mm -hmm. yes, I understand. So, okay, I like that. All right, Grant, what's your title? Mm, don't say good luck. We'll go with that. I know. Uh, okay. I know. <laughs> I have a feeling I know where you're going. Okay. But I'm not going to drive down on that. Okay. Yet. We're going to see. That's good. But because of that, and because you talked about the Chiefs, Grace, I'm going to say your title <laughs> has won. Yay. Not because your title So Chiefs, would you like to go first, or would you like Grant to go first? Um, I would like Grant to go first, mm. actually. Grant. Cool. Ready? Looks before knowledge. You are mm-hmm. up. <laughs> Amen. I'd take that all day. No, I'm just kidding. Thanks. <laughs> it's really an insult to both of us, I guess. Um, cool. Well. Wait. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't say good luck. Don't say good luck. Can you guess? 
What I, I don't want to. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, you're going to figure out in like two seconds. So. Okay. Um, Go ahead. So my story is about break a leg. Is that what you're guessing? I knew it. Ah, good As job. a former thespian uh-huh. myself yep. and my daughter yep. is a thespian good and job. my other daughter is a thespian. Man, this was right up my alley. I don't know where it came from. Thes- Thes- thespian. 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 With a P. Thespian. Just, I'm there just, we go. I know you said it thespian. right. Thespian. But well, I have just, a speech impediment. No, no, you said it right. I'm just clarifying okay, for the listeners. Thank you. Thespian. Thespian. Okay, uh, so I don't know where it came from. Tell me yeah. the untold story okay. of Breaking If I could give you a point, I would, man, because you guessed it. So good job. You're looking Thanks. good tonight. Thanks. Um, <laughs> so uh, break a leg, as you guys know, uh, for the listeners who maybe don't know, it's a term that means uh, do well or have a great show, right? Um, and it's mostly used by actors. Um, so actors have been known to use this, um, because they are somewhat superstitious. Um, and they, uh, this phrase was essentially started as a way of avoiding saying good luck yes. because they felt like good luck was bad luck. You right? just don't say that in theater. No. I don't know. Have you ever acted anything, Grace? Yeah, I was in drama in high school. So what um, play? Um, we did... A Few Good Men. No, we <laughs> did The Wiz. Uh, we did Into the Woods. Ah, oh, um, Into the Woods. I cool. did Into the Woods. Yeah, Picasso at the Le, Le Penagil. Mm. Um, yeah, a few different ones. Why, okay. did, why didn't you ask me if I did any plays? Grant, did you do any plays? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you knew. Yes. Uh, um, so yeah. Uh, there's many theories of where the this whole phrase came from. Uh, the first theory was that it was meant to discourage evil spirits in the theater. Mm. Have you heard that? Um, in the early years of theater, many people thought that uh, these theaters would be haunted by the spirits um, of, of old uh, actors that came before them mm. and that these spirits would lurk in the shadows behind the stage. Shakespeare's just sitting there waiting to get you. Mm-hmm. Listen, one time I used an Ouija board in a theater. Oh God! Did so you? I, I know about this, dude. I've I've seen videos of people like who have to clean up a theater at night, and it is they see some freaky stuff. Mm-hmm. Isn't there like in the Fox in Atlanta? Isn't there some random person living there? Like, there's like an apartment or something. I have no idea. I think there is. There's like an apartment of oh, a random gosh. person living in the Fox. I have no idea. I've been up on the roof. Mm. But I haven't oh, been. Wait, what? They've got like a <laughs> event area up top, oh, okay. and you can be, and then you can go out onto the roof, and it's kind of cool because you can like look out and see the city of Atlanta and all yeah. that. Nice, it's well, that's cool. But I don't know about a person living there. Yeah, so uh, it was haunted. Everybody believed like it was haunted. Uh, so they believed that wishing somebody good luck or saying like outright like, "Hey, good luck, man. I hope you do uh, good tonight." That that would invoke the evil eye mm. um, and that all these spirits uh, would come and basically destroy your um, whole performance, right? And they would uh, just kind of screw you up and do all that. So instead, they would insult a performer as a way to avoid the evil spirits. Mm. So I like insults, right? <laughs> yeah. You just insult each other all the time. You're a crappy actor. <laughs> Man, you suck. The you ultimate really troll over tonight. here. Go yeah. Figure. Yeah, I know. No wonder you were a thespian. Um, So that's one theory. Uh, That's a really common theory. Uh, Another theory uh, dates all the way back to ancient Greece, Mm -hmm. um, where one of the biggest forms of entertainment was watching plays. You know, they didn't have HBO back then and stuff like that. So I know, right? How? How did they survive? (laughs) So, uh, yeah, they would be watching plays. Um, And so after a performance, instead 
uh, of clapping their hands, they would stomp their feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they would well, stomp we, their the feet. bodies were new to us. Right. We didn't know how to use them. <laughs> Put your hands together. It makes a sound. Put it together. But yeah, like to be trained. I want to. In fairness, I'm not one of those people that can clap really loud. I could. <laughs> what? No, what? Yes. Wait. But have you heard the people that clap so like? There are people that clap so loud it oh, hurts yeah. my ears. I am not one of those people. I mean, you did tell us before that you have the upper body strength of a T Rex. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> Maybe your arms don't reach each other. Mm. They reach. They're just not very strong. <laughs> just whenever Grace <laughs> claps, it's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang no, it. but I could just see how your shirt. <laughs> I could make a lot more noise stomping than I could clapping my hands. How do you do really? We Will Rock You? How do you do that? Boom. This, boom. Is, boom. this is great. Boom, boom. <laughs> boom, <laughs> boom. No. no, you clap, clap, stomp, right? Oh, my gosh. I thought it was stomp, stomp, no, clap. Stomp, stomp, Oh, you're clap. right, you're right, right. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, okay. God. Sorry, you're right. You wouldn't negative. know. You, negative you don't clap. <laughs> you're right. I don't. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but, yeah, so they would... They would stomp their feet, and I, I can't imagine how loud that was. Like, like, I guess they were in wooden stands, right? So it would it would be kind of loud. I just imagine them in, like, stone Maybe seats. marbly? I mean, we yeah, went mar- to yeah. the Coliseum. But would that be loud? No, like, I don't feel stomping like stone, on stone would be loud. I no, feel like it would yeah. have to be something that echoed. It would have to yeah. be, like, wood, like, reverberating or something. So yep. I, either way, uh, they would stomp their feet. So <laughs> the actors um, would hope that their perpor- their performance was so good um, that at least someone in the audience would break their ah. leg because they're stomping just so hard the Listen, entire time. I like that. I'm right? telling you right now that nothing can make me happy enough <laughs> that I would break my own leg to stomp my feet in support of something. <laughs> yeah. Absol- absolutely nothing. It must have been a really good play if you're breaking your leg. I guess. Uh, just telling them, yes, that was amazing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was Greece. Okay. Um, then we move, move over to the Shakespeare era. Uh-huh. Um, where break a leg meant to bend the knee or uh, bow after a performance, okay. right? Okay. So back then, if you gave a successful performance as an actor, everyone would applause for you, and then you would bow in order to uh, receive your applause. Yeah, so, that still happens. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes, but this is that's where it started, okay. and uh, so they would say, you know, break a leg, as in bend your knee. I don't like. I that hope one as I much. hope that you bend the knee. Well, it's not over yet. Hold okay. on. So um, <laughs> they were literally saying, you know, I hope you get a ton of applause tonight instead of, uh, you know, they would say break a leg, as in get a lot of applause. But also during this time, another way that the audience would show appreciation um, <laughs> would that they would bang their chairs on the floor and. Mm the actors would hope that the audience would break the legs of the ah. chair All of because they're slamming like it. so much work. I know, I, right? I saw this happen. Did you? Yes, I was at Arrowhead Stadium. People were slamming the chairs? And there was a really bad call, and the guy in front of me stomped on his chair so much, it broke the chair in half. <laughs> Mid-football game, Gosh. the staff of Arrowhead came in and replaced the I chair. Like a, pit, like a pit crew. They had the guns. And <laughs> <laughs> That's yep. amazing. That's awesome. So if they were to say to uh, Patrick Mahomes before the game, hey, yeah. break a leg, yeah. it happened. Yeah, he broke okay. a leg of the I chair. I see that. That's good. Yeah, that guy, he was just in touch with this Shakespeare uh, <laughs> stuff, right? And he was drunk. Yeah, so. That'll do it. When he gets oh, drunk, well, I, I mean, go Shakespeare. I, I go suspect in. that back in the Shakespearean times, a lot of wine was being passed around. Mm. Probably. I yeah. mean, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's one theory. Um, then some people like to believe that it refers to a guy named David Garrick. Okay. 
Um, he was a well-known actor in the 18th century. Um, and a cool thing about him, he during a performance of Shakespeare's Richard III, uh, he became so entranced with his performance that he was supposedly unaware of a literal fracture in his leg. Oh, dang. So he performed this whole play with uh, his leg literally broken. It's a commitment. Um, That's yeah. good. So uh, I think generally people were you know, used to saying, like, break a leg, meaning, you know, you should be so good at what you're doing, you don't even notice your leg's broken. I have to admit, I have no idea what that plays. I know a lot of Shakespeare plays. <laughs> I've never heard of that or seen it. Really? Yep. Well, so I don't know if it's a violent street gang yeah. that's wrestling, no. like uh, West Side Story. Maybe he was sitting the whole time, and he didn't know <laughs> his leg was broken. It was just a monologue. He was the, entire... he was the priest that sat in the confessional. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, no wonder he didn't know his leg was he broken. He never stood up. They just rolled that confessional out on stage. Yeah. Rolled it back out. So um, that was all way back then. Fast forward to 1921. Mm. Uh, and this was the first documented use of this phrase. Mm. Um, and it was used in the British magazine called The New Statesman. Okay. Um, and an Irish journalist named Robert Wilson Lind published an essay titled A Defense of Superstition on October 1st, 1921. In the essay, he claimed that there was only one group of people more superstitious than actors. Baseball players. I was about to say what baseball guys, players. Got to be baseball think? players. Okay. I, that's, a good, that's a good guess. But people who love to bet on horse racing. Well, very that's a dying breed. Well, yeah, now it is. But in 1921, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was good. I mean, baseball was big then. Yeah, it was, but baseball not players are feel like are superstitious now. Oh yeah, oh like, my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that, like that's always been a thing. But let's be honest: has any of us been to a horse race before? Like horse racing? I've watched them. Never. Like been to the one. Kentucky Downs? Like no, okay, never, so, never done it. Kentucky Derby. Derby. Kentucky Derby. What is it called? What's the Downs place? Something Downs. Yeah, I don't know. God. But, Grace, you don't know this? I don't know. I don't follow horse racing. <sighs> but there's the, the Triple Crown, and it's the part of the Downs. Josh, yeah. it looks like our live audience. Oh, he doesn't have it. Oh, okay. okay. Dang, he was wanna, about to get a point. <laughs> hey, if you want to join our live audience, we sell tickets. Uh, so just <laughs> $50 a pop. There you go. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah. Anyways, uh, he was saying, like, the only people more superstitious um, than actors are people who bet on horse racing, and they firmly believe that saying good luck would ruin their chances of winning. Mm -hmm. uh, back then, are you looking it up, Grace? Did you find it? Yeah, uh, it's Kentucky Derby, Preakness Stakes, and Belmont Stakes. Yeah, but the, the place, the place that it's called, the London is, Downs. No, no, Kentucky. no, I thought it was Kentucky Downs, but we'll know. look it. We'll look it up later. Okay, it's all right. I just don't. Know I'll it. cut all this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, they believed that saying good luck, just like the actors, was a huge superstition, and it would really ruin their chances of winning. Um, he said that, this is a quote from the essay, he said that instead, you should say something insulting, such as, may you break your leg, to everybody That's who That's good, do a horse. By. Yeah, tell yeah. the horse that. Break your leg, horse. No. <laughs> well, that doesn't, but they do. Well, back then. after the back horse, then. after a horse breaks a leg, they make sure it's dead. Yep, they're That's useless awful. back then without a leg. I mean, I'm just trying to be truthful in our. Uh, and then they make glue. Stop! <laughs> oh Y'all uh, are awful. Yeah. So that was the first time that it was actually like documented as like. So it didn't have to do in that article. They weren't right. talking about theater. It was just no. They weren't race. talking about theater. They knew it was like popular in theater, but this was like Got the it. first time. It was like actually documented in a magazine, like 
it started to uh, catch on, basically. Um, and the sentiment of this phrase uh, really took off right after World War I. Uh, so both the English and the German pilots during World War I had their own way of wishing their fellow soldiers good mm. luck before takeoff, right? So the English pilots would say something like, you know, break a leg. Um, but the German pilots had their own phrase, as oh, the Germans gosh. do, as you can imagine. Um, they would say, Hals und Beinbruch. Which translates into break, break all of your bones. Oh, <laughs> Step up. Basically, break all your bones. The Germans weren't messing around. They just said, break all your bones. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want you to break your whole body, not just your leg. Um, and so that was their <laughs> saying. Uh, but the meaning behind both of these sayings was basically happy landings. You know, like if you... Break all your bones. Yeah. <laughs> happy landings. Um, if you're gonna, If you're going to do it, just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're going to go, go full force, man. Um, So shortly after the war had ended, this phrase had gained so much uh, popularity, and it's become a more common saying because of this. Um, So uh, while all these stories are fun to think about, while all these theories are are cool to think of, um, there's one that sounds pretty legitimate to me. This is the one you like. This is the one I like, and I think it's pretty legitimate. Um, I want to know what you guys think. So in the early days of theater, uh, as we know it today, um, actors weren't always guaranteed they would get uh, to perform on stage, basically. Yes. Um, so what they would do, for most actors, this was you know the only way they made money, right? This is you know a struggling actor. And so what they would do is they would show up to the theater and hope that their name would be called to go perform in the show. Um, if yep. their name wasn't called, they didn't get to perform, and they didn't get paid. Okay. They would just go home and try the next day, right? So while they were waiting, um, they would stand behind a curtain called a leg, right? So mm-hmm. you being a thespian, have you heard that term I've before? I've never heard of a curtain really? called a okay. leg. Okay. So back then there was a curtain, and it was like the main curtain that they called a the leg, leg okay. right? So if their name was called... Uh, they got to pull open this curtain or break this curtain and perform for everybody, ah. getting paid and getting to eat that night. Hmm. That's good. So that's why they would say, break a leg, but break that curtain and go perform. So basically, that's what I think um, the real meaning of it is. It's it's crazy how many like actual like theories I found about breaking yeah. the leg. Like, what do you think, Grace? So I had heard a couple different uh versions in high school so you know all the credibility to that yeah um mm-hmm. i had heard the superstitious you don't want yeah. evil spirits so you wish them bad luck and mm-hmm. that way you get good luck or whatever yeah that's um, what i heard i think but kind of like what you said i hadn't heard the curtain called the leg but i had heard the stand-ins like mm-hmm. wish the primary actor be like yes <laughs> break a leg yes. so that they can go perform so the in uh 1939 there was a book uh that was written called a Pe- peculiar treasure, and I almost put this in, but like there was this woman that wrote about how um, the 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 understudies, I guess, mm-hmm. would stand in the back and basically say break a leg uh, yeah. Yeah. to everybody else, yeah. hoping that they would actually yes. break a leg. That's the, the fact one that I you just heard. pulled out of your head and didn't <laughs> put that down, and that deserves a point. Mm, thank you. Sorry, uh, <laughs> you'll get a point. Uh, yeah, um, no, I haven't gone yet. But I did want to share this. Yes. This is the last. This is the last part of it. So um, this whole sentiment of like good luck in the theater. Uh, you know, in America, we say break our leg or mm-hmm. break a leg, right? 
Um, in other countries, it's different. Sent- it's different phrases, but it all means the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, for example, in France, instead of saying break a leg, they would say merde, which is shit. shit. Um, That's nothing like that. So, let- well, I'm about to tell you. <laughs> Calm down. Uh, so, other countries... Like uh, in in Spain and all that, um, they would say you know mierda, which means shit. Other countries would just say shit, and uh, it, they would say it to other actors. And usually, um, the reason that they said this to other actors is usually back then, if a play, uh, oh sorry, other countries would say this, and it was back in the time of carriages, so like horse-drawn mm-hmm. carriages. And usually you would see if a play was successful or not by the amount of horse poop in front of ah. a playhouse. So this meant that many carriages had stopped in front of the playhouse to let people go mm-hmm. and enjoy the show. So a lot of people would say, shit, I hope there's a lot of shit tonight. Mm. <laughs> so same sentiment, different phrase. Okay. But man, theater people just have weird ways of saying good luck. Do you know any other <laughs> weird theater things you can't do or can do or... Um, I know there's a lot of superstitions. Do you know any? Not really. The biggest one, mm-hmm. Macbeth. You can't say Macbeth in the theater. Oh, I've heard, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. You just don't do it. If you say it three times, does he show up? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, a, I was going to say, was the, yeah, it's, would the ghost of Macbeth just show yes, up and, yeah. and crush your performance? So one of my theater programs, like I, I actually, this was my summer job mm-hmm. was a theater. I was an actor. I got paid. And it was in an old church. That's where we did the Ouija board thing. Oh, my gosh. That sounds horrible. <laughs> that was fun. That was cool. Uh, okay. You still have a demon following you today. Uh, well, God. it's up for interpretation. Uh, Grant, <laughs> uh, thanks for sharing, man. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You uh, play pulled on my heartstrings, if you will. I yeah. want to say that my favorite thought of that, my favorite hypothesis mm. is the stomping one. Yeah. That I do like sense. that. I can't make sense to me. I can just imagine somebody in the ground just you just hear like a bunch of stomping. Oh god. But it's so good. <laughs> My legs broken I but I keep love stomping. Yeah. <laughs> god. Cool. Okay, uh Grace, what is yours called again? What's your favorite color? Too bad it's red. I like it. Okay. Well, uh begin your journey down the color of red. All right. Um, I'm really excited about this one. So am I. No, listen, when I found it, it is a throwback to one of my earlier oh, uh, stories. Dang. So do y'all remember episode 17 was Halloween? Yes. And the, the theme was folklore. And we talked about uh, Spring Hill Jack. Spring Hill Jack. I remember it well. The uh, terror of terror. The parkour. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The parkour monster. Yes. yes. And how there was this theory that it was actually started by... Um, Wasn't he sexy as hell? <laughs> he was, but he was in a weird way. It, yeah. was, it was very yeah. it was very hot, oh, but it was also yes. very creepy with yes. red eyes. I just remember it being so good looking. Breathe yeah. blue yeah. flame, all this. <laughs> um, but what remember, besides the alien theory that it could have been aliens, um, the theory that it was started by uh, Henry Beresford, who was the third. Yes, I remember of you telling us about that. Mm. This was like the king or something, or like a famous person that just did crazy things. Yes, yeah. He was known for his just drunken brawls, his stupid pranks, um, the way he treated women was uh, appalling. Things like that. So, like this, this uh, Springheel Jack uh, persona is very on. 
par with him. Mm. Um, so anyway, I came across the story and I was like, oh, it's about him. I have to tell it. Dang. Do you just have, are you just following this guy like on <laughs> Twitter or something? No, or? no. But I, I had read the story and I recognized the name. I was like, is this the same Duke? So, cause like the, um, Marquess of Waterford is a title that's passed down through generations. So there's currently like the ninth Marquess of Waterford living in, uh, this. Imagine being that guy. I mean, he's alive living in that I mean, house I, right I just feel bad. Like your, your ancestor is like a parkour fire breathing demon demon <laughs> yeah. well they, i mean there's nine of them they've got and before that it was other, oh the rest other of them pretty titles, good so. can he leap over a wall probably not uh, um <laughs> so, a bigger bigger man <laughs> so anyway when i saw uh lord henry beresford third marquess of waterford i was like oh my god i know him um so he uh so marquess of waterford waterford is a uh, uh region in um Ireland and Marquess is a title. So there's like five different mm. uh, nobility levels. Basically, there's Duke, Marquess, Earl, Viscount, and Baron. So he's like second yeah. in this nobility the chain. And it was actually meant for his older brother, um, but his older brother passed away before his father did. So he became the heir apparent. And so when his dad passed away, uh, so we're looking at time frame here is uh, he was born in April 1811. His dad passed away in, I believe, 1826. Um, so he was still pretty young. Mm. Uh, young man, wanted yeah. to party, that kind mm. of thing. As one does. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he, um, you know, started started stalking women in the alleys no he apparently he <laughs> had an encounter with a woman and a policeman that made him hate both and so that triggered his like i'm right. gonna mess with these people that's his origin story yeah i guess <laughs> but so in the late 30s he was in his mid-20s he had recently come into his um nobility his dad had passed away so he inherited all this money he inherited um the curamore estate um things like that so he's young mid-20s got all this money he's obviously gonna go wild so in the mid 30 or in the late 1830s he became known for his drunken brawling um that he would do literally anything you dared him to do or bet him to do he's <laughs> like <laughs> i got you yeah. um and he became known as the Mad Marquess because he would just do mm. literally what anybody ever. Everyone's got an uncle or a friend <laughs> that's like this. Right. It's like this, this Thanksgiving, you know, you're going to be telling this uncle to, hey, man, I dare you to. Mad Marquess is coming. <laughs> Again. So um, in April 1837, he was a. Um, he was a sportsman. He was a hunter. He was an avid horseback rider. So he had gone to Milton Mowbray, which is a small town in England, um, with uh, some fox hunting friends and watched some uh, horse races, basically. Mm. And you know what? I bet he said break a leg. Yeah, yeah. To those horse jockeys. <laughs> he probably didn't because he was betting on them and wanted them to win. Mm. So he said good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, so he, um, he and his buddies, his fox hunting buddies had been drinking all day and they got done at these races and came back into the town of Melton Mowbray. But to get back into the town, you had to go through this toll gate. Mm. Um, so there's this gate there with a house where the toll keeper stays. Um, and so they all, you know, sidle up to this gate and obviously the toll keeper is like, okay, we well, have to 
pay to get through the gate. Mm-hmm. Well, they look over and they see that the toll house is going through repairs. And so there's like ladders and equipment and uh, this like these like cans of red paint, paintbrushes, everything. And they're like, <laughs> we're going to mess with this guy. So they beat him up, mm. uh, paint him red, mm. tie him up, put him in the toll house. And when so a constable saw them do this and tried to intervene, they just did the same thing to him. Dang. <laughs> Who are these guys? I like this crew. Yeah. So who cares about law enforcement? They just uh, did the same thing to him, shoved them both in the toll house, nailed up the door so that they couldn't um, couldn't get out, painted <laughs> the exterior with this red paint so that the whole, not the whole house, but they basically vandalized huh. the house. Imagine if they'd had spray paint, they would have, oh, yeah. you know, just wrecked the, they wrecked the whole town anyway. But so they lock them in the toll house and go into the town. Um and they took this like equipment with them. So they had ladders. <laughs> you know this, what? Let's take this paint. <laughs> yeah. They took the paint. They took the ladders. They're like, we are going to mess some stuff up tonight. <laughs> Why <laughs> stop there? Oh, this, is, this is like TPing before TPing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, As a former TPer. <laughs> <laughs> so they moved into the town with this equipment and vandalized the entire town. They go through the main market. And down several streets, and the whole time they're like painting these doors uh, with the red paint, and then they're oh, like, "This is very biblical." Pulling, I was about to say. Well, that they're like pulling out the door knockers and knocking on the doors, and That's then they're not like, biblical. they're <laughs> knocking over flower pots and leaving messes everywhere. Just, you know, this reminds me of the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. When the pirates <laughs> have taken over that town. Yar. They're chasing that lady. <laughs> we be painting the red. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just like minorly messing stuff up. You know, they're not like burning buildings. Down, they're slightly they're... inconveniencing everyone yes. in the town. <laughs> so they um, show up to this pub called the Red Lion. They pull Red. down the sign. They throw it in the canal. Um, then they move to the Old Swan Inn. And Henry, the Marquess, he climbs onto the shoulders of one of his friends <laughs> to paint the sign because it's a, a white swan, mm-hmm. the old swan. And they, he paints it's got to be red. Yeah, he paints this white swan. Um, and I actually, I read an a article or something that mentioned that when they went to restore it recently, there was still red paint oh, that they found cool. and they cool. had to like, yeah. So that was pretty neat. That is cool. Um, they vandalized the post office. As one should. <laughs> the Leicestershire Bank Company. Um, uh-huh. They tried to overturn this wagon or caravan that this guy I was mean, sleeping in. <laughs> is anyone doing anything? We're yeah. all allowing this to yeah. happen. <laughs> so I'm getting there. He's the Marquess. <laughs> <laughs> so multiple Please times. Please breathe fire. <laughs> <laughs> this was, I uh, no, it was about the same time. I think he might have already done the Spring Hill Jack thing. But this was, um, Moulton Mowbray, Mowbray is north of London. So I don't know that Spring Hill Jack had gotten here yet. Would you say this guy's an eight? I mean, just trolling the world, <laughs> this guy is. Uh, I think he's just a young, drunk man with no direction that mm. has a lot of money. Imagine if you had inherited the equivalent of millions of dollars at 24 with mm. no parent figure yep. to guide. And like, you're going to get into some trouble. I buy a lot of paint. Uh, well, you didn't buy it. He just took <laughs> no, it. No, I know. <laughs> so multiple times throughout the night, a uh, policeman would come up and try to intervene. Well, can you guys please stop? That's the problem. <laughs> they were always by themselves. So, you know, think about it. It's the middle of the night. So they're just like on patrol, walking around, making sure no one's making noise. So they'll come out one at a time to try and stop them. And this gang <laughs> of, you know, annoying drunkards uh, basically tie him up, 
paint them red. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Beat them up. The um, <laughs> policemen uh, try to intervene one at a time. They always get beat up and painted. Um, finally, they get a big group of policemen large enough to overcome them. Thank um, you. No, yeah. No, no, no. They got more than one? No, 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 no. It gets so much worse. They can't get all of them subdued, but they do manage to arrest one of the men, Edward <laughs> Raynard. So they take him to the jail. Who are these men? <laughs> Henry Beresford and his cronies go and break into the jail they break into three different like through three different lock systems <laughs> what is this town was it made out of cardboard like what <laughs> so they break through three different locks uh they get into where their friend is held they can't get into the cell so they beat up two constables threaten to kill them wow, dude it. if they don't turn op- over the key um and at this point it's wee hours of the morning um, as the next day dawns, there is an uproar. Everybody's waking up, seeing mm. that their stuff is destroyed, painted, whatever. They're mad. Um, so Henry, who finally sobers up, it's like, oh man, we, uh, what did I do? Guys, <laughs> guys we took this a little too far. What happened last night? <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we should probably fix this. Um, so he sobered up and basically said, I'm, I'll pay for all of it. I'm so sorry. Paid for all the damage to the people, paid for all the damage to the buildings, um, obviously the town still brought the entire group to trial because you're not yeah. like <laughs> I said I'm sorry. Yeah, can't do that. Um, but because he is a wealthy Marquess mm. of Waterford, um, they didn't. They got convicted of assault, simple assault, but they didn't get imprisoned or anything. They were each fined a hundred pounds, which in today's money is over thirteen thousand dollars. But mm. still, if you were a millionaire right. Marquess, yeah, like it's worth it. His buddies were probably out. Well, he probably paid. That's for just that. another Saturday night. Yeah. So he he paid for all the damage. He paid a fine. That's funny. That was about it. Um. So what is the phrase that you think stemmed from this? Uh, paint the town. <coughs> Isn't that something you say yeah. like at night? We're gonna yeah, paint, the, paint town the town red. I mean, you almost said red. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah paint the, the town red. Mm-hmm. Paint the town red. Is that it? Yeah. Yes. That's funny. So that that's was cool. that's where that came from. You paint the town red. You get really really wasted and go literally yeah. vandalize an entire town and paint it red. Next time I'm bringing spray paint. <laughs> It'd be a lot easier. <laughs> um, that's cool. But yeah, so cool. Henry Beresford. The uh, drunken misogynist who liked to cause trouble and start fights and all that. Um, he got married shortly, I say shortly, a few, few years later to a woman named Louisa Stewart, who was, um, she was actually a great artist, I found oh. out. So I need to go look through her watercolors. Um, but she was a baron's daughter. He got married in 1842, so five-ish years later. Um, they settled in Curramore House in Ireland. Um and apparently he calmed down after that. I feel like marriage will do that. I think growing up in general will do yeah. that to you. But mm. he calmed down. He didn't have any huge extravagant. Uh, no, we know of. I mean, he is rumored to. Well, that was before. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I think he settled down after he got married. They never had kids that I could tell. Um, so when he passed away, the estate went to his younger brother. Mm. Um, and he actually died relatively young on a horseback slash hunting accident so yeah. uh kind of sad i feel like he could have done a little more do you think he had not that been a drunken the reason <laughs> he was rumored yeah. to be the breathing or fire breathing man was because of this incident 
No, no. Um, so Spring Hill Jack, I think, started in the early 1830s. Okay. Um, this is a different time, right? Like well, it was, no, it was the same time, but it was only a couple years earlier. Oh, oh, gotcha. And he was in London at the time that it happened. Mm, I, mm-hmm, uh, you're testing my memory here. I think it was before, and I think um, he had had an incident that embarrassed him with like a woman and a police officer, and so he's like, I'm going to get back to them, and so he got some buddies to help. Mm. And I didn't find this when I was researching Spring Hill Jack, but what I read today or while I was researching this was basically um, he rigged up some spooky contraptions to make him look more legit. And that's a mm. So, I, but again, that could be rumors. That's not substantiated. Um, Do you think that he was based on your now yeah, thorough you, research of this guy? Do you oh, think it he fits. was? It fits. Have um, you ever seen Spring Hill Jack and this guy in the same room? No. There you go. Pretty much. There no, you go. So, and then people said, uh, yeah, obviously he died in 1859. Spring Hill Jack had appearances until like the 1870s and 1880s. So, it yeah, obviously. Yeah, but by then you don't know what to breed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It star- I think it started with him. I think he was probably the first one to do it. And it just kind of spread imitators and stuff like that. It just got worse. But Dang. Cool. Yeah. So. Okay, two great stories, both about things that I like, trolling the world, one, <laughs> and acting uh, another. I love both of those things. Um, let's see. This is a difficult one because this is the last one of the season one here. So I'm going to pick, with all of my heart, I'm going to pick Grace. <laughs> And there's a couple reasons for it. One, uh, what are your reasons? Number one, she went. This is an expanded story on one she's already told of the character she's already told. I should mm-hmm. say. And two, red is cool. And oh, whoa. three, cool. it was a definite. This is where this thing came from. Uh, the other one, yours, Grant, break a leg. There's still some uh, room for. It leaves it up to interpretation. I thought yeah. you would enjoy that. Well, I didn't. That's cool. I hated it. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> well, that's cool. This is the last <laughs> podcast I'll be on. Um, no, we still have Thank the you Christmas to special. everyone. Well, we at least do the um, Christmas special. Goodbye. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, okay. So, thanks for listening to season one of the Untold Podcast. What's going to happen next is a special edition, Christmas edition, which doesn't follow our same format. I have no idea what it's going to look like, but it is going to be Christmassy themed. We'll have so. to find out. <laughs> What's it going to be? So tune into that. We can't wait for that. And then we will take a break for a couple weeks. couple weeks. <laughs> to uh, couple begin weeks. our season two. Uh, episode one, season two. That'll be coming in, I don't know. I'm going to throw out a date. January, late January. Probably, yeah. Early February. Sounds about We right. don't have to tell them right now. I know. <laughs> like we can Just decide this later. Just be in subscribe hey, keep your phones on yes yeah, so keep, subscri- keep subscribing to us we're professionals <laughs> yeah so uh, you'll be notified with that this is a season one wrap up i am shelby this is grant hello and this is grace thanks for sticking with us yes yes we love you guys we'll see you at the christmas episode peace out ta-ta Hey there, it's Shelby. Real quick, before you go, thanks for listening to Untold, the podcast. We really appreciate your support. It means a lot. We know you could listen to any podcast, but you chose us, and we really appreciate that. If you like what you heard, leave us a review and let your friends know about us as well. If you have questions or story ideas, send us a message on Instagram or TikTok at Untold, the podcast. Thanks again. See you real soon.